news, everyone. I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod, joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we are live on a Tuesday, ready to do some podcasting. Ooh. Find us everywhere you find podcasts. Leave five-star reviews. We read them on the show as long as they're nice. The official weapon of the show is... The taser. An unofficial sport. Bullet ball. A bullet ball extreme. And today is a special day. We got a guest. Yes, sir. Today's guest is one of the four All Nerds crew. They are hosting Crown Wakanda Forever 2022, the Black Panther Screening Gala. Uh, you may know him as DJ Ben Amin. What's going on, Ben? What's good? How y'all doing? Good, good baby. man. Good. We were just right. on the podcast. Uh, they have a podcast, Castle Black, where they mm-hmm. like, uh, talk about Game of Thrones and House of the Dragon. And we were on that all-star recap of house of the dragon and we had a good black ass time we had a great time uh hopefully y'all yes. go listen to that because <laughs> i mean real tears it's, it's always fun with the fan fam somebody said that was in their top they were halfway through with it and they said it was their top 10 podcast of all time oh man oh, you love to see yeah. it yeah yeah i had a great time i couldn't time. believe that i was like wow that's you know i love i love it man all. like get to come yeah. over there you talk to nerds get to be black get to talk about all that comic book all that video game all that you know uh nerd media which is blowing up right now so it's Mm -hmm. it's actually always a good time i always look forward to to doing it uh and the only thing that stresses me out is trying to come up with my aka's because i try to keep my aka's on on point and and so i I actually was prepared this time because i'm terrible (laughs) it's about like rapping i'm like i i I don't know it always makes me nervous and it shouldn't but it does (laughs) it It don't make sense it makes everybody nervous so that's the funniest thing about it yeah i have a word document that i like come up with my aka's all the time so if i'm just thinking yeah, yeah. I just hop in there real quick and be like, "Oh, right that, that'll be hot. I gotta say that for, for a bit. I'm meaning them." Right there, bro. I got a lot. I got several because I got one for Castle Black, one for Marvel and DC, <laughs> one for regular nerd random stuff. Yeah. Listen, I say like if they ever ask, I just say yes, and so uh I say yes before I think of the AKAs, and then I like the last one was a scramble. It was like. Come on, you're still bodying them shit. I, I appreciate you, man. It was literally like, as they were talking, like, yeah, man, so we're going to get ready to get started. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, oh panic attack. You know, I, I got a rep to maintain. But yeah, man. I mean, like, I, like I say, we might as well just turn this into the love fest already because I, you know, I've told you this. Uh, I ran into uh, Bomani, Bomani Jones earlier this summer. And immediately I was just like, look, man, my objective whenever Rodimus is on my show is to make him laugh. Like, if I make him laugh, then I'm like, especially when I get him falling over laughing, then I'm like, yo, I, I'm doing something. Right. Oh, you man. Know, now you crack me up, man. You, y'all, yeah. y- like, uh, the show is hilarious. You're hilarious. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I always, I always feel like whenever we go live, so like when we record with them, uh, they use Zoom. And so you can kind of see everybody's faces and stuff. And I just feel like sometimes when people be talking, it's like you can just look at the other people's faces and be like, oh, they thinking what I'm thinking. So a lot of times yeah. I'll be looking, I'll be looking at being like, oh, you hear this too. Okay, cool, cool, cool. You know, but no, nah, I, I, I appreciate it. And, um, like tell everybody about Crown Wakanda and like how to, how to get there, what it is, all that stuff. 
Awesome. Uh, Crown Wakanda is, this is the second time we're doing it. For all nerds, the first time we did Crown Wakanda was for the premiere of Black Panther, the original film. It was a sold-out event. This one's looking like it should be selling out, too. This time we're at Nighthawk Theaters in Brooklyn, uh, Nighthawk Cinema in Brooklyn. You can find out all the information on Eventbrite if you just search for Crown Wakanda. It comes right up on Eventbrite. You can get your tickets right there as well. But basically, we're doing November 10th in Brooklyn. The day before it officially comes out, like the night before it comes out, mm-hmm. 5.30. Well, 5 p.m. we'll start up. Where I'll be there DJing. We're going to have like a pre-party, some giveaways, all that type of stuff. It's going to be a whole gala affair. Like last time, you can look at our pictures and videos. It was everyone was decked out. This time, we're telling everyone to come out in white bright multicolors, all your African, all the diaspora, whatever, all the Afrofuturism, all the flavor, whatever you want to do. We had people cosplaying, all kind of things last time, live drumming, all that. And so, you know, we're going to do it up, you know, and have a real big, nice dress of affair so everyone can see Wakanda forever together as a family. That's my what I'm most anticipating because, one, yeah. I've already seen the movie, and I loved it, mm. but I didn't see it in a theater full of black people. Right. Black that makes a people. big you difference. Know, I, mm-hmm. I saw it in a theater full of journalists and stuff, and because <laughs> of that. Yeah, it's I a different vibe. It's a completely different vibe. Yeah. And so I wasn't, I'm waiting for the time when I can see it with, you know, the family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I feel like a movie to be seen with the family. I feel like, especially for black stuff, for me, audience is like part of the score. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I've been in movies that I was like, "This is alright," but black, but everyone in my black theater loved it, and I was like, "Nah, this is great." Matter of fact, um, Belly, Belly is a oh movie that God. I do not think is a good movie, but I watched that shit in a black theater in Fayetteville, North wow. Carolina. And I you couldn't imagine. tell me that shit wasn't Scarface when I, I when I walked out of there. I said, "This is the greatest movie of all time." So I, mean, I saw the belly bootleg like many did at that time because that was a classic. Movie yeah. That came oh out like yeah. Five months before the movie was out, so I saw it with all my boys <laughs> over it. You know, with everyone, that was just like, "Oh, I got the belly bootleg. Come through." Mm. You know, so that was I saw that movie like thirty times maybe before it dropped. I've seen it so many movie. times since it dropped. Oh. It's crazy. Oh, like on, I man. know it backwards sure. and forwards. Sure, can't eat no books. My sure can't eat no books. I don't like that books. shit. Drop like a dime on them niggas. My favorite of all time, dog, is the is the scene in the restaurant when my man says, "When the niggas pulled out, I seen you." Looking mad hurt. <laughs> shit wasn't gonna go down. <laughs> My, mine is mine is a method man say asking saying if is is it that you illest nigga in the pasta? You bought it, bought it, fool. Because I had a uh, that year I had a roommate and he was from Nebraska. Nebraska. So oh, I definitely boy. I wore that Ran line that out. Right. Yeah, he hated that shit. <laughs> but I was, I was, every time I seen this, this ain't the illest oh, nigga in Nebraska. Oh. Every time DMX, rest in peace, speaks in yeah. that movie, it is legendary. Every mm-hmm. single line is said in the same cadence, and it's all yes, like no difference. Intensity. Yes, and then Nas is like every single line is said with the same. I'm bored. Yes. I'm high as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yo, I got. Shot. I'll never, I'll never get over Nas. I'll never get over Nas saying he was moving to Africa. Like That's not far. not a location, not like not a a, a mm-hmm. state, not not like a country, nope. not a city, 
just the continent of africa and he gets off the plane he was like and i finally got landed in africa I got a mind-blowing fact that I just found out this year, right? Because I read mm. the script for Belly, and I'd never read that until this year. Mm. The beginning of Belly, and if you've seen it a million times like I have, is supposed to be – they, they chopped it up so much you can't see this. And the original vision is so wild that I'm probably glad. But it's supposed to be young DMX uh, selling his soul to the devil. And you see the devil in the room with young DMX, and what? yeah, it goes down. Yep. Well, yeah, thank God they didn't have a budget for that shit because yeah. <laughs> we, we didn't that need like, money restraints. It's all red and you see candles and stuff. And yeah, that's what that's about. But wow, yeah, you can't really see what's going on. Wow, yeah. I, I, you know I what? Knowledge, from the belly strip. knowledge. I wish I didn't have. You know what I mean? Yeah, at the end too. So. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, I just I yeah. remember that, and I remember. um uh the sex scene for dmx with that greased up Ooh, <laughs> like, <laughs> like that shut the th- it was quiet in the theater for that it was like what is who is this i don't even know yeah, if she ever worked again of, uh, what's her name forever yeah i don't even know if she ever worked again i felt like she had like one music video then belly yeah. and then it was like niggas stop calling i was like how is she not in everything <laughs> i don't know yeah yeah something must have been wrong there yeah man listen yeah. every casting agent should have been like on the phone like we need a black love interest hold on i got somebody i got somebody. i got you i got you covered <laughs> You know what it is? They, they probably watched it and realized it was Belly. You know, I was looking through. <laughs> I, I'm looking through rose-colored glasses. <laughs> Some of the cast directors like, we need people that can actually act. Don't don't no. put nobody in this. <laughs> but you know, she from um, ain't she from uh, what do you call it? the the Italian joint? Uh, That's a girl growing up from um. Uh, someone's saying it in the chat right now. I know. Uh. Somebody, where she falls a Bronx Tale. A Bronx Tale? A Bronx Tale. Ain't oh, that her? I didn't, you know I what? I think that's her. Don't I get me wrong, to lie. You know. Okay. Cause yeah, a Bronx Tale. Somebody said it in the chat. Okay. Right, yep. Let's roll with what yep. they saying. Yep. Ain't no need go. to fact check that. Uh, Terrell Hicks, uh, who there played Keisha. Yeah. And yeah, Keisha. man. She. I don't know no fucking Tiana. I was just thinking about that. I was just thinking about that yesterday. I don't know fucking Tiana. We already off the rails. We already off the rails. But you know what I was thinking of the other day was the interlude before slipping on DMX album. What oh, <laughs> it was like? Who dick you sucking? Like I was like. I, was, I ain't heard that in forever. It was such a random thought. Like, I was just, like, going to the store and just thought of that and couldn't get out of my head because I just remember him hanging up being like, bitch, you fucking him. Click. Like, <laughs> and then the song started. I miss in the lose, man. That was the best shit ever. Yeah. They just stopped oh, making man. them. Yeah. Yeah, they, they stop making really good interludes. That's for real. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, we oh. we used to have some, some dot bomb interludes. I was listening to uh, Freddie Gibbs' newest album. And his his Does he inter- have any interludes on there. So what it is, is he got people calling him, leaving voicemails. Oh yeah, yeah. And he played it's a voicemails. Yeah, and I just kept thinking, like, man, these, like, they didn't even give it, give it nothing. Like, y'all should have yeah, sat down and did this. There? The white boy, the disc king, when he's like, are you obsessed with rabbits and all? Yeah, that, you know? it was like, Jeff man. Ross. Yeah, Jeff Ross. It was, yeah. like, eh. it was half-hearted, man. Like I would, yeah. I want, I miss, I miss like when the Wu Tang had that skit on uh, Supreme Clientele about the crackhead and the motherfucking check line and stuff like that. Is like, like I like I stuff every like that. Wu Tang 
interlude from the, like the first album, like the torture. Yeah. You know, all the, I yes. mean, the whole, you know, Wu Tang, the, like the nigga calling up to the radio station. Yeah. You know, again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Outcast used to have good interludes. Yeah. Uh, Biggie would have good interludes. Yep. I love that. Yeah. What happened Dr. to the Dre. interlude? Yes. Like, De La Soul, somebody, yeah, De La Soul. Yes. The, I mean, the greatest of all time. Prince Paul is the greatest of yeah, all time. Yeah, what I used to love shit. about Outkast and Loose, Outkast and Loose used to be picking on themselves. Mm. Yes. They was like, yeah. De them, La did that. Yeah, they was yeah. like, them niggas was, they was in some spaceships. Them niggas yeah. was doing yeah. everything. First they was some aliens. <laughs> then yes. they was some genies. <laughs> oh, that's what they was talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let, let me get that pimp trick gangsta click. <laughs> yes, pimp click, gangsta trick. Hey, the most underrated part on that interlude is the dude behind the counter being like, "Whoa, whoa, y'all like y'all gonna rob somebody, man? I don't want no problems." <laughs> <laughs> y'all look like some thugs. Y'all look like some thugs. <laughs> no, 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 the other one is when the nigga try and sell him weed. Yeah, come around here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so I got the plane ticket on it. <laughs> yes, my favorite one, and I don't know why this makes me laugh every time. So cut up. Oh, I you cut your little ass up. Oh, that is my shit. And, and you know what? Sometimes I randomly say that just for no goddamn reason. Because it just, just just kills my soul every time. This nigga said, oh, he said, oh, he's like, he's he trying to get some cut Yeah. <laughs> some cut up. Yeah. Cut your little cut ass up. That's my shit. Oh, man. And then um the other one was like Cookie and Peaches. But she was talking about that dude. She's like, dick so short, short. Yes. <laughs> Came quick. He got his. I ain't get mine. Oh, oh man. That's my shit. Um, so let's talk about nerd stuff real quick, man. I know everybody was. <laughs> Did we say everything about crime Wakanda? Uh, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. Get your tickets right now. Link in the show notes. Like- yeah, we put the link in the show notes. Yeah, I got the copy yeah, to the mm-hmm. link right here. Uh, and it's going to be in the show notes. So if you're listening to this later, get your tickets make sure you go out there support i know we got a rack of listeners in new york um because i see the fucking um the geographic information and it's like new york (laughs) dc chicago everywhere niggas is at we got listeners so i know y'all up there so go out there and support man and i know last time everybody that went was talking about how much a good time they had so um i see the pictures uh online from the last joint um i'm not i'm not gonna be back in new york yet but if i was up there oh, i'd go because it's just is that oh, like is that lit so y'all make sure y'all go out there and support yeah and also before we move on y'all covered comic-con and i seen y'all was y'all was taking pictures with a lot of fans and things like that and that was really cool because people were saying they was like i got to meet them and they was like i found them through the show i was like oh look at them and him I, I know, I know, yeah, I mean, but yeah, I'll, I'll get to that. But first, I'll say, because somebody in the chat said that it's a little early for them. Uh, the pre-party starts at 5. I think the actual show, the movie starts at 7. So, you know what I mean? You can mm-hmm. probably make it through. And we're going to have an after party after the movie because y'all are going to want to talk. Because, mm-hmm. Lord have mercy, y'all going to want to talk after this movie. I'm <laughs> 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 Nigga, I want that that shit. It was, I, I, I'm not going to lie. It's not on the same, like, level of, of Infinity War where... But it was that same feeling where I walked out like, what the fuck? Mm, right. You know what I mean? I and, and I couldn't. And <laughs> I the end of phase for a reason. Other than yeah. the people I was with. Right. Was, yeah, this is the end of the phase. It's, it's this shit huge. It's a big oh, ass man. movie. Oh, I can't wait. And then on, yeah, and on to meeting, like, I know y'all experience this shit. It's, to me, it's the wildest shit because, like, 
when you meet people who are listening to you, they have a different connection than I think I've had. You know, I've been a DJ all my life. You know, mm-hmm. I've had fame in all kind of different areas and shit. But when you meet people who listen to you on a pod, it's like a different thing because they know it you is. personally. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that shit is, I love it so much, but it's also people be acting like you, you know, a superstar shit. And yeah, I think like, because oh, you, you, you I'm, are to them. Yeah, me and, and Roger had to Comic-Con, get used like, to that. having the best time of my life. Right. Like, you see all these Marvel Legends, like, I bought them shits at Comic-Con, nigga. I was so hyped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have to stay away like from, like, anyone else. yeah, I have to stay away <laughs> yeah. from, like, the pictures and stuff like that, because I was like, I want to buy them all. Let me get my ass out of this artist lane and get somewhere else, because I had them shits all over the walls. Yeah. And if y'all can see live, you can see the Galactus that he just got. Yeah. That's, that's like the star of DJ Ben. I mean, Instagram, that, the Galactus. It's, it's, no, I, I was watching it today. I'm about to recreate um, the My Buddy commercial. Like, <laughs> watch. <laughs> watch. Like, I, I might drop that hoe by next week if I can get it. I'm about to, like, I was watching this shit today, like, plotting out the shots and shit. you going to have to get a power wheel, put it in beside you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that thing is big. That thing big as a baby, like a, a, like a toddler. It's a toddler, nigga. It's a toddler. It's a like, toddler. That. It's crazy. Toddler. I was looking at, uh, I was looking at Vince IG, like, man, I wonder if I could fit that in the crib. Like, like. It's a face. Right. That joint. Ooh, boy. But not nah, I waited a year on that hoe, so it's like. Wow. Yeah. And Galactus, if, if you see live above, I have, I, it's an obsession. I got multiple Galacti up in here, like. Man, remember you know, when Fantastic Four made him a cloud? Man, nigga, you want to talk about hurt? Bruh, we was in the dog days. Of, like, like we now reached a generation where it's a lot of people that's never going to know the pain Mm-mm. of being a nerd and going to the movies like 20 years ago. Where it was just like, man, I hope they try to do something with this. And you leave like nine times out of ten, like they didn't even give a fuck. <laughs> like, I didn't even see that one in the theater because when I heard that he was a cloud, I was so like. Right. Like, nigga, I waited. And, you know, Lawrence Fishburne was an inspired choice in Silver Surfer. So I was like, okay, you know. And then yeah. they were like, nah, they got a cloud at the end, fam. And I was like, what? Why? Like, Why? And then, like, I wonder if those people that produced those movies ever look back and look at, like, yes. what people have done since the and think, like. now they mad. Right. Like, yeah. they have to be like. They, they didn't take it seriously. Why didn't we just make mm-hmm. them a big-ass, like, dude with a hand reaching out to the fucking globe? And everybody yeah. would have been like, yo, they did it. They finally made That's a comic book movie. Needed. That's all they needed. Dog, it's crazy. I, I've, I've seen so many bad comic book movies in the theater. Mm-hmm. J- Jonah Hex. Cause, oh, Jonah Hex is terrible. Oh, yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm a nerd, nerd. Like I've, I've seen, Man. I've yeah. seen some so, that just tangentially nerd, like just, like I looked at it and said, I don't even think this shit gonna be good, but it is a nerd movie. Yeah. I'm gonna go see it, and yeah. just so many disappointments. Yeah, we seen like all them X Men. We seen oh, we seen started with Blade. Yeah. I remember when the first Blade, Blade was great. I remember when when Blade came out. We was in Fayetteville, North Carolina, and uh, we had went there, and the movie theater was packed. And I remember when everybody left there, everybody was like, "Oh my God, what did we?" just see yeah. it was like one of the greatest movies of all time like at that time because nobody actually cared enough to do it right if that mm-hmm. makes sense and i was like you know what let's go yeah one and two was was the shit some motherfuckers always trying to ice skate uphill i said oh hold up 
he freestyled that line that wasn't in the script yeah i know yeah i was like i've never i've read a blade comic book i don't remember him saying that that cool <laughs> but that's the coolest shit i ever heard in my life we need to run this back and the second one was good too like the second one was yeah. good the third one i don't vouch for mm-hmm. we don't yeah we, we don't claim we don't, the third we don't one. talk about that one mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah. uh <laughs> but, but uh so what's it been like covering um game of thrones or house of the dragon or house of dragons uh yeah, dragons been, you know we got about 45 names well what's it been like covering it for y'all over there this year yeah oh, man it's been hilarious i think like I, I mean, cause that, that was like one of the first times, like when we did the first Castle Black when we were covering Game of Thrones. That was like when we first got like, I mean, we always, we get, we got a lot of recognition and stuff before that, but that was something, it just struck a nerve. And to me, it was one of the funnest shows we'd done at the time mm-hmm. because we just were like, fuck it, we're going to be super black on this. You know, we are not going to give a damn, you know, because mm-hmm. we know how white this show is mm-hmm. and we know how white the coverage is. And we know how intelligent we are. Mm-hmm. So we can also, you know, apply blackness to it. So me just, and also like, I became the villain of the show at that point because <laughs> I called, um, and I'm, I'm now the new villain of the show again, because on the first run, I called Jamie Lannister, the hero of the story mm. for pushing Bran out the window. And everything <laughs> <off>. <laughs> that's one, that's saving the realm by creating the night. I mean, the one I, whatever he is, yeah. the Raven to, Later on, you know, stop the Night King, et cetera. So, you know, Jamie's the hero of the story. Um, yeah, technically, though, yeah. that checks out. I had to put a lot of thought into that, you know, to spin that one around. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I was, and I just like Jamie and Cersei because I felt like they played the game the best, you know. I'm yes. About. Cersei, yeah. Yeah. Cersei, in hindsight, is like one of the greatest characters they've ever written mm-hmm. just because of how aware. <clears throat> she was from like step one mm-hmm. of the game like she was so aware like okay and and like it's weird because if i feel like if gamer if house of the dragons had made house of the dragons did for renera what game of thrones didn't do for cersei like they just introduced yeah. you through her perspective and so yeah. like if we would have been introduced through cersei's perspective of like she had these three bastard children and she ain't yeah. give a fuck because she's like i'm yeah. still gonna be the queen we would have yep. been rooting for her like, let's go then, you know? Because that's why I keep saying about Renera. I think Renera is just trifling and, you know, as yeah. messed up as any other character on the show. But mm-hmm. because it's from her perspective, right. people have suddenly like, oh, my God. You know, yeah. woman married a man who chops off dicks. Like, right. I can't get over that. You know, for fun. Like, right. my man went out for a night on the town to chop off dicks. Like, <laughs> that's what he thought was a fun night on the town. Man, like, you know, like, no, bro. That's that, like, I love uh, how they, this year, they're so they purposely made everybody somewhat fucked up mm-hmm. and to me it's much more fun to watch the show when people where people all ages. yeah everybody do something that you'd be like well oh, come on man like yeah. everybody. Mm-hmm. everybody that's why people get irritated because there's no quote-unquote good person that they can root for so yep. you see a lot of people where it's almost like a like a yay boo yeah. all through up up and down the timeline like when you seeing people respond the only, to it the only people that that i've seen folks like really feel like they should go up for are mostly the dead ones like when you see somebody be like oh lena was my favorite i'm like because she was only here for two weeks of course she your yeah. favorite <laughs> she didn't do shit <laughs> <laughs> if she had lived like another six weeks y'all be hating her too like all these fools got something crazy Low key, Lena hollered at her uncle at the dam at her wedding when she was engaged. So like, yes, at, she did. Like, she was supposed to be betrothed to like 
one of the dude. one of the dudes from the free cities and she went and pulled up on damon like i heard you got that dick and i heard you killed your wife <laughs> she was, and next thing you know she married so like yep. everybody got something <laughs> wow and what do you think about like the marvel stuff like i know disney marvel so, like somebody every- said you usually did for cons <laughs> like i agree with that but the man who says that he goes out to chop off the thing is what i got the issue with he was like, a little excited like, yeah he was a little yeah, excited way too happy about it like, yeah <laughs> that's how to be a job you regret yeah <laughs> shout out to the dude that gotta remember everybody crimes he got a lot of pressure <laughs> yeah he, my... he had no paper or nothing out there he i would straight off memory i would have been up there fucking up a little like i think he uh what you do you steal something cut off his hand Oh yes, wait, no. Nah. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I stole. I stole a bunch of stuff. Please, <laughs> just top off the pinky. <laughs> like, like it had to be a like it had to be a lot of pressure. It had to be at least one person out there. Like, man, he cut off my dick, but all I did was was chop lip. <laughs> like, <laughs> why are they so extra? <laughs> but yeah, I, it's so crazy because like as a concept, the shows has us rooting for like this elite rich royalty mm-hmm. anyway like as a concept just the fact that people are like pulling for like no one's ever pulling for like missaria who's like a, a former prostitute turned mistress of secrets uh trying to protect mm-hmm. the kids from being in fucking kid fight club nobody rooting for her you know what I mean? we were rooting for her we were rooting for her on the show yeah you, she didn't get cooked up exactly like, but like we not her. like she should be on the throne we like that's crazy we just hope she live <laughs> Yeah, you know, know. <laughs> in a way, I know, I know she trifling, right? You know, oh, that's yeah. what I mean, I don't think anybody should be on the throne. Throne, all these people, right? Probably. Yeah, I said that with like everyone roots for Rainice, and she busted with the dragon and killed Kill. all the people who was just chilling there, waiting to see their new king. <laughs> right? That's what I said. Like, got forced, got forced there. Got to get inaugurated, <laughs> right. and a fucking dragon burst up through the ground, fam. Come I'd on. have been mad as shit. You <laughs> forced me up there. Obama's inauguration. Right. Come on. They didn't right. even get a chance to eat breakfast. They was they was just waking up and stretching and shit. They kicked everybody out the bed and was like, go on up there yeah, to the castle. Here, here's the perfect allegory. It's not Obama's inauguration because obviously we would have loved to go to that. It's, it's like if Trump had an inauguration, they forced niggas from D.C. to be in the fucking audience. Oh, my God. And Big then Hillary Clinton bust through the crowd <laughs> with an SUV and drove over 10 people and stared at them and drove off. We'll be like, fuck her too and you right fuck her too <laughs> it's no way we would be okay with that shit man that's what that show did and we still was like you know what bro you need some real one dog she the only way i would be okay with it if hilly Clinton just drove up on the rest of them niggas come like, on but then i would have got cooked too so you know yeah, been, uh, yeah i wouldn't have been i wouldn't have been it. able to say nothing about it on twitter but if she drove through a crowd and then drove over trump and them i'd be like <laughs> hopefully my family i mean i'm not i mean i won't say nothing publicly i hope i didn't know nobody in the crowd but uh <laughs> i wasn't forced that day it's a it's a dark day for our democracy uh yada 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 <laughs> get this man out of here um, but yeah so what, what do you think i know y'all covered the, the marvel stuff too and this and you know we get deep in the weeds now we get we got Moon Knight. We got Somebody She-Hulk. asked me what was my thought on Black Adam's box office performance, and I have no idea what it did. Like, <laughs> that's like, I, I don't be thinking about that. I'll be honest, y'all. Like, I've never <laughs> thought about that when it comes to a movie. Like, me oh, neither. Black Panther. 
And then I'm like, let that bitch make a billion. Right. You know, yeah. <laughs> that changed in my lifetime too. Um, probably because the movies used to suck, but like rooting for movies at the box office, like a stock market type thing, was that doesn't make. Yeah, I never. That's yeah, weird that's to me. That's, that's new. new. That's, yes, that's really new. new. Because people. I like Black Adam overall. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I Y'all thought. Seen it? Yeah, we yeah. saw it. Yeah, I actually. Oh. Here's here's the thing. It's, Can we talk about Hallman getting his ass busted? That was okay. the part of that movie. So we, like that nigga repeatedly getting his ass tipped. So I enjoyed it on two levels. Yeah. Okay, so on the first, as a movie, it's 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 all right. Like yeah, it's, it's, it's it's lifting it's a lot. It's trying to lift a lot from shit that it don't have no problem. Like it's I mean, it's not they fall. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not like they fault that you know what Zack Snyder did to the Justice League and you can tell they kind of want to tie in but then they kind of scared which i don't blame them because that whole thing is fucked that franchise is fucked now mm-hmm. so so like as a movie you know it's got some different areas with stuff but comedically the idea of Dwayne the rock johnson and his fucking contract being like i can never lose a fight and still building that around a movie that stars the villain is hilarious to me <laughs> This nigga barely busted a sweat the whole movie. He don't even, he never loses. Mm-mm. Stop it. Like, <laughs> he busts hard man's ass like So many times, dog. It was like, just leave him alone. Why are y'all even here? Y'all know it's a whole Justice League, man. They should have sent them. Y'all the B squad in the first place. And y'all showing up to another country trying to be like, this man needs to chill you can't stop him like it's not that y'all don't want to he keep whooping y'all ass <laughs> damn it was bad man this nigga literally beats himself for like the third act <laughs> like like he never loses the third act is just him being like oh, i guess i'll go ahead and call it a day like that's it <laughs> oh man the rock is crazy man I, I don't know what he's gonna do to the to the whole like franchise i'm I'm sure it's gonna be hard to write a movie around him being a villain because you like they're like him versus Henry Cavill. I'm like The Rock would have to allow Henry Cavill's contract to allow him to beat him. Like, right? Does The is Rock it, I know, have I know that? It's like that for Fast and Furious, but is it like that for every movie? All his movies, yes. He can't lose a fight. He can't take so many punches to the face. Yeah. All this shit, and I just keep wondering how they gonna write around it. I mean, I would love to be in the room to attempt it. But it's gonna be funny no matter how you do it, cause at some point it's like, bro, you, you sign up to be the villain. Right. You gotta take a L. Like, I, if, if he lets Henry Cavill beat him, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll give him nothing but props for that, cause they can't make a franchise around this nigga being the baddest motherfucker on the planet. They can't lose. <laughs> and all the heroes keep getting beat up, man. You can't do it. It's impossible. Nobody's ever done that before, dude. So like the whole the whole DCEU whatever is so wild and out of control right now. It's just like I'm just loving to see it right now because it's, <laughs> it's like it's so hilarious to see something done with no plan while you right. no plan done with a plan on the other side. Fam. And you know because you get some good results out of it. like I was yeah. watching Suicide Squad today and I really enjoyed the it. second one. Mm-hmm. Really good. The second one. Yeah. The second yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. I like the second one. Yep. And now James Gunn is taking over, so you know we'll see what happens. Love, I you know, love I'll that idea. Love that idea yeah, as well. I love the idea. Like there you go. You know, it's like yep. you know when the Nets <laughs> came together. I love the idea. Yeah, you 
we'll see how it does <laughs> on paper on paper it's looking it's looking tight you know what i'm saying my fantasy squad but the numbers look right we'll see <laughs> we gonna see <laughs> but, we'll see how this pans out i thought that was like a that was a good piece of news hearing that because it made me feel like maybe they figured something out but it's weird that like the dude that the black adam movie was made under hamada he quits after the movie came out and exceeded like expectations it's like man, what that nigga got so much hate bro i would have <laughs> like man if you see the hate that man gets and i'm just like y'all like it they, like like I, I mean we get into the weeds again but like there's a lot of insane fandom these days you know yes sometimes it, it is it, too much it's i know some of it is bots but there's some people out there like this and it's like 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 i mean we saw with you know we've seen it right down with wakanda forever like i'm mm-hmm. like i already know when this shit dropped oh my god you know it's mm-hmm. gonna be people are gonna be you know they, it's just gonna be super divisive again you know yes black people are still gonna be divided over this movie i can promise you that mm. but this movie is also like you know go fuck yourselves when it comes to that you know yes. it's like we had a movie to make and we had a movie to make and this is what we made so deal with it yeah i, but I saw recently that, the house yeah, of the dragon there was a fan petition online because they were up they wanted the the writer and director this woman fired because of the decision that Rhaenyra makes to Rhaenys makes to not kill everybody on the stage they wrote a petition Oh, that might be my homie's homie who wrote that episode yeah that's crazy they want somebody fired like nigga it's just a tv show you didn't like a decision a character made like that's a new level of toxic you know yeah that that's the next it's okay to like it i would even i would even be okay with you being like man fuck that episode you're not supposed to be like we need to get them fired (laughs) like what wow i mean like and i've talked about this before we 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 have a spoiler review of wakanda forever coming Mm -hmm. out that'll be dropping like the weekend after it drops Mm -hmm. and i really went in on that episode and i'm gonna go in a lot once the movie comes out Mm because i have a lot of shit to say because especially when it comes to black people in hollywood the absolute audacity and arrogance i saw from fandom when people started calling out ryan coogler and nate moore and talk about like they don't care about black people and shit wow was like the audacity of you fucking clowns right you know i because as you know rob both of us worked and you know you know what it is like the shit is white beyond belief. Yeah. And so when anyone on that level is working in it and making things happen for Bruh. black people, I don't question them. I barely fucking question Tyler Perry. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. Right. Just I let them do their thing. It like I'm I'm like I'm like this. We have gotten to the point where people black people are getting what they want and they still complain but then you don't know what you want and the reason why i said this you is because never know what you want. Yeah. for a long time people complained about tyler perry because there was no one else yeah. okay you got tyler perry you got Issa ray you know you, you got, got a Vernay. like yeah. you got all these people Shonda Ron, if you Rondo. don't like a certain genre go watch something else right you know what i'm saying like every like in the thing and i think the thing that kills me and because this is not my jam, I think a lot of people, particularly due to social media, they feel like they have to be involved. And if you don't like, let's say, scary stuff, you know, why would you watch something around black people that's scary if you know you that's not your jam? Mm-hmm. And then you watch it and you complain the whole time. Well, then 
like i said my my question to you is you know you didn't have to be here yeah and people always act like them not being there is not an option they act like they have to be everywhere and they have to give their opinions about everything regardless of if they like it or not and my thing is this if i'm somewhere having a good time bitch i don't want you in the middle of the dance floor hiding about how you having a good time get the fuck out of here mm-hmm. yeah question yeah. yourself like a lot of times i think uh one of the things we don't see enough is people questioning their own internal shit because right. i think that's what changed a lot of the stuff i like when i'm like why is this bothering me in a world of infinite options at this point where it's mm-hmm. too much tv everybody got a long ass list of shit that they can't catch up on right. that they do like yeah. and it's like why is it bothering me and like uh for me it was i was able to be like oh i just don't need to be up on everything like it's just it's right. totally fine sometimes even you know and i know ben you go through this too uh people write it hey man can you cover this that and the other and i'll be like well now it's turning into work so it ain't i'm not even gonna get to enjoy it the way you think i'm gonna get to enjoy it because i gotta fucking make notes and shit and then secondly like that might not be my shit and do you really want my opinion on some shit i don't like like right right why don't you watch uh this reality show you know i don't like reality shows now why would i do that to you i'm not knocking reality shows Mm -hmm. that's i love that y'all love them mm-hmm. but it'll be stupid for me to come on here every week and be like let me tell you why i think this is bad like what the fuck kind of use of my life is that you know what i mean love is blind is amazing but i'm not gonna do a podcast on it fam like you know what I, mean? <laughs> yeah. like, I think it's just amazing the whole psychology of people going on this show to you know find love right yeah exactly i'm not gonna do a, i could do one show on it you know and break down my thoughts on it and that's right. it but um on some other geek shit i don't know if y'all watching it mm-hmm. and we've only done one we covered the first four episodes and we'll probably do another to cover the next four i think andor is the best oh. andor is excellent i love it it's love beyond andor. like what star wars you know, has shown like mm-hmm. Star Wars is why I do everything. You know, what I mean yeah. that is like the in the beginning of everything. Like again, wait, uh, for those watching live, there's the lightsaber, and the, this is the way no, skateboard like that. Yeah, that's like beginning. You know, that's my childhood. That's everything for me. So, Andor is like that. I don't know. It's like this. It, it's what it should have been. You know, for a long time, mm. but it hasn't been across it. And it's yeah. like what Clone Wars is, but yes, you know real life yeah like you know live action it's like adult the Wars to me is so good it's it's so crazy because it's like adult like it's the yeah. first time they really went adult with it because like they yeah. allude to people like sleeping together you know what yeah. i mean like i was I mean, watching he's in a brothel in the very beginning yeah he's in a brothel um the shout out to the sister he never got her snacks back because he ended up in jail that's my ex roger i was like did she ever get a Damn. chip yeah. i was thinking about he her she's like oh, what the fuck happened to my man right. <laughs> he went for a food run and never came back oh she fine probably found his right and all that shit came up lovely listen you know? okay hit that cardi v on him um but yeah <laughs> I, uh but and um and then just the way that they're they're treating the empire and the impact it will have on folks and even the revolution it's just so much more adult themes Mm -hmm. and it's less like showing you how the rebels and the empire are basically two sides of the same coin yes all they're all people drawing like i mean the last episode i've been incarcerated so the last episode it fucked me yes it wrecked me like i was not because I didn't know it was going there until when I, you know, and it's been enough time where, I, like, when I first came home, I couldn't watch no show like that. Right. I wouldn't have been to watch that episode. Mm. Even now, that fucked me up because it was, it, 
it got everything to a T. Mm-hmm. You know, the dehumanizing, the mm-hmm. loss of hope, everything that happens to you. Mm-hmm. So that shit was a fuck. Like I, I, I thought the season was eight episodes. Yeah. So when that shit ended, I was like, no fucking way. I'm got to wait a fucking year <laughs> to watch. You know, right? Uh, I was like, ah, ah, ah. It's like we <laughs> really doing know. time with this man. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I gotta wait a year to find out if this <laughs> Like, yes. is he gonna survive? Yeah. I and um, yeah. the thing for me too is like, um. It's such an adult experience, and also I think Star Wars is best with, to me when it's a heist. Like, like when it's whenever it's a heist about to happen. Yeah, you talk about that. Yeah. yeah, like even if you look at like um when they destroyed the Death Star, that's a heist movie, really. Like, it's, we got to get the plans. We got to get a team ragtag team together. We got We got this one slim chance. Everything got to go right to get this fucking one shot through this and then like blow up and some somebody on twitter was like well i don't understand how's it a heist movie what were they stealing i was like freedom they were stealing freedom <laughs> from the oppressor my nigga like yep. they they everything's a slim chance like i love what that's to me that's my favorite version of star wars and then when it's just lightsabers and stuff i still love fighting and all that i love all the star wars shit but it, it that's it's i don't want to say lesser but it's just not it's not the peak for me my memorable no, moments yeah. are the are the slim plans that go through you know yeah and and hope that's what star yeah. wars is always about for mm-hmm. me is hope yeah you know, like beyond everything it's hope and that's what drove me as a child what i still get from it is hope and yeah. and or as oppressive as the rebellion is as oppressive as the empire is as oppressive as everything it shows you like i kept talking about like there's shots of everyone always in just where it's them and then it's just larger than life situations. Yes. Like the office is a fucking giant hallway, mm-hmm. you know, or it's 50,000 people in one office or Andor walks into a shipyard and it's 3,000 ships yes. and just Andor. So it's like one person yes. can change everything. And yep. it's like that shit, like that show. And then like, like how they, I mean, it's, I like, like, people might not like that, but the humanization mm-hmm. of the Empire is mm-hmm. something that is so ill to me, because, like, showing these niggas as messy-ass bitches is, like, mm-hmm. the funniest, wildest shit. Dog. That's how it would be. Any corporation is, you know, like, full of that. And, and how willingly, like, some of the people are to be cogs in the machine. Like, yes. they're still, like, they might not even see themselves that way, but that's how, that's really what they are, just cogs in this big-ass machine. Uh, it is funny, though, as, uh, we get more creators and bigger you know bigger production you get more diversity now so now when i look in the empire room and it's not all white dudes i'll be a little bit like we didn't need this diversity y'all y'all could have had this one (laughs) (laughs) that was supposed to be their thing that they're racist against all aliens and yeah everybody so yeah Yeah. i I don't remember a lot of black extras in the in the beginning of this joint in the in the george lucas trilogy and i was completely fine with that shit (laughs) (laughs) but but in the george lucas trilogy it wasn't no blacks that's what i'm saying yeah yeah it was like and then the one black we get betrays him you know what i'm saying and gets on the woman as soon as he walks on the screen what do we have here? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this dude, this guy, George is letting that us know what he thinks. Favorite nigga, I wanted yeah. everything Lando. Listen, <laughs> okay, but I'll even watch that Han Solo crazy. movie with Donald Glover because I, I like Lando that much. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's 
that's hilarious man um but yeah i think disney plus man they kind of doing the damn thing man i enjoy mm-hmm. she hulk um i really enjoy she hulk um and i think we're just getting to a point now where the shows are like genre based yes. and it's totally fine to not like them now like when i see somebody that don't like something i don't even be like i'm not defending it cool like it's Twenty thousand shows, dog. <laughs> like, they not yeah, all they gonna hit. We're coming. Yeah, they, they ain't all. It's like it's like they are their own network now. It's like you know, not all. I don't like every show on ABC. You know, right. it's yeah. meant to. Like, yeah, and and the thing I love about Disney Plus and the thing that I use, I thought was so funny. And me and Roger talked about this when they first announced Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Me and Roger was like, "Take my money." Everybody else was like, "Why would I pay for that?" I was like, "Bitches, it's Disney." <laughs> Y'all right. know they got everything. They everything. gonna get it right. They got they, they got you covered. They got your kids covered. But I, they was acting crazy. You know, people really complaining. Mm-hmm. And then Disney was like, "Oh, we out doing Netflix." I was like, "Oh, oh, somebody lied to me." Right. Applecare told me that y'all wasn't gonna buy that shit. But apparently, some of y'all bought the three year plan. Yeah. Well, you know, you paying two dollars a month. It's funny because they raised the price, and you didn't hear no pushback like you heard from None, me. like Netflix raised the price. Or I might have to be off of it, man. Yeah. Disney raised the price. Was like, that's uh, thank you, sir. May I have some more? <laughs> <laughs> thank you, th- thank you, Mister Mouse. Because right. <laughs> the the thing I like about Disney and me and Roger be looking at each other. Disney will have one show have ten episodes, another show have another ten, and when one show get to season eight. The other one start, and I'll be looking like, well, damn, they got two shows airing this week? And then when that one end, you may get two weeks. When I say May, that's a right. small May. And then they be like, well, we got something else for you. And I was like, because in my mind, I'm thinking, how far in advance did y'all plan this shit where mm-hmm. it's like, y'all, when I tell you it's consistently some new shit out there, yeah, and that's just with that's just with these shows. That's even, not including the other shit that they're doing. Even the pandemic barely fucked them up. Right. Like, it barely, like, I feel like Falcon and the Winter Soldier would have been like a nine out of ten instead of like a seven out of ten for people. Yeah, it barely fucked that. Like that's enough to be like, oh, this show is fucked. Like, uh, I know working in uh, with Game Theory, like we were scared as fuck of COVID. It could fuck anything up. Guests get COVID. Mm-hmm. Writer get somebody get COVID. It's like, fuck, man. I don't know what we're gonna do this week. These niggas was juggling Disney Disney shit. Like, yeah, we need production. Come on, like we need Massive. to tie this in to the next thing, and this gonna be like what if and shit. And I'm like, y'all was able to just do that. Like, it it was it's there. Yeah, it's amazing what they're doing over there. And uh, you know, hopefully, um, James Gunn can bring some of that Disney experience. I hope so over there. And uh, I want everybody to win. Yeah, like, I'm not like, rooting against the, no. DC. Yeah, that, that's another one. I I mean. But that goes back to me being a kid and people rooting Marvel versus DC Comics. Yeah. And that was something I just never understood. Like, I personally read more Marvel, but I loved the DC shit that I loved. Right. Like, Green Lantern, Flash were two of my favorite series as Mm -hmm. a kid. Flash especially. I love me some Flash. Like, Mm. I'm... Because I do not like Ezra Miller, so it hurts me. Because I've been waiting for a Flash movie. Who was your Flash? Who was your Flash, um, Wally or the original Flash? Wally, I grew up um, on Wally. Okay, a lot of okay, Wally. a lot of people. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, Wally was like Wally. I grew up right after Crisis came out, so mm. when Barry Allen, I, I wasn't reading it when Barry died. Like okay. the first Flash comic I read was Wally. Right. Uh, William Messer Loeb's used to write it, and it was like, yeah, that was. Oh, I love that. Too. I wasn't a big DC guy, but I but once again, I never got into the fights. I just didn't. 
it just wasn't my thing to be like this is better this is worse it's just yeah, like sick. yeah and I've, I've, I've seen so many companies back then too like comico yeah. um image, image when they came out Mm-hmm. but there was like so many companies i used to read that i didn't right. give a shit my main thing was just i wish i had infinite money because my like <laughs> i was only making them decisions because i ain't had the money like it was it was never like fuck superman it was like fuck superman 295 ah uh, i guess yeah. i gotta go spider-man i already started <laughs> I, already, I already started reading yeah <laughs> I don't want to. X-Men already got me, boy. You know, like. Oh, oh man. It's been related. I cannot afford to. And Marvel used to hit you with that crack, too, because Marvel knew what they was doing. They'd be like, yo, you like X-Men? Gambit got his own thing. Oh, you like Gambit? <laughs> we gonna have to give you a spinoff with, with Gambit people, the Eternals. You'd be like, damn, I guess I gotta read this. You know, nothing hurts worse than when you can't afford to get that spinoff book and you reading your main book and they'd be like, uh, it'd be like, Gambit, what you gonna do about your child? It's like, oh, to find out about the child, read Gambit number yeah. seven. You're like, damn! <laughs> I gotta go buy this shit? These would be the worst, y'all. Um, oh, man. I remember when, like, with the first time they did, like, the Mutant Massacre, and it was like, follow it through all these books. Bruh! I wasn't reading Thor, but that's and then and that's that's how Marvel was amazing. Yes, because I never read an issue with Thor before that. But then he crossed over with the X Men, and then I started reading Thor. Yep, and then you know Captain America crossed over in Secret Wars, and I started reading Captain America. The one and, for me was Onslaught. They had oh that was later yeah he yeah got, that was the same thing they got you all bro. I had fought yeah. so many of them battles of like I'm not not getting me with the five. <laughs> onslaught was the first one i broke down i think it was either onslaught or executioner song i think oh, no you know what it was good. executioner song i refused to do it and i missed every i don't understand none of the plot like to this day yeah i just know something about strife because i i just i had my books you know what yeah. i'm saying i was like i'm not reading cable number seven man i can't afford that shit and i, I read would, all them shits yeah, yeah man like i had yeah. to go back and get them now digitally and the same thing with uh onslaught was the one where i just broke down i was like i have to know because like they had for uh onslaught fighting like the avengers the fucking fantastic four i said who is this dude i need to know <laughs> it turned out to be charles xavier anyway but man he was beastie <laughs> so who is this dude i remember uh uh after me and Roderick got older me and this this place is no longer there but me and rogers go to the comic books though it was this white man he ran a comic book store and we would go in there and he used to love us coming because when we came we was dropping a few hundred dollars between me and him both because we was we was that, that's it, what you had it to, was not a few hundred but keep going oh we were going through the i was crap. the one i was the one paying but <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry this is coming from somebody who didn't have to pay the bill who mm. really didn't we're paying attention all i know is i came in with a buttload of comics <laughs> he paid for them. <laughs> yeah it was never a few hundred i definitely have a few hundred dollars back then for nothing really <laughs> I think I was living with my parents. Uh, <laughs> if I would have had, a, but, but I see, had my he, own apartment if he, I had a few hundred dollars a week, dog. He, but he had a real job. Yeah. <laughs> but but, but he did love job. us, though. That dude that dude loved to see us coming. He was like, oh, man, yeah. Oh, Saving man. the books for yeah. you. like that. That is definitely an experience that uh, has lost out during the pandemic and during mm-hmm. the digital. Like, I love digital comics, but we kind of lost something with your local comic book experience. And as a black person, it's so hard to find one that you don't feel like you catching some bullshit for being black in there. Right. So, like, I fucked with that dude heavy. I used to, when I moved, I would drive across town to go back just to his shop to be like, oh, I know I could trust my man 
because sometimes you walk in and you feel like you get the cold shoulder man it was growing up in houston mine is still there it's a dude who passed away but it's nan's james and comics and they're still there but it's like different people there now so it ain't the same feel but mm. uh if you're in new york because i've always will shout them out anyone comics in brooklyn anyone comics and everyone comics they're two mm. different shops now he owns them both uh, my man dimitri are straight up one of the most inclusive and just one of the best places you can get yeah. comments from. I love them to death. We do all kind of events with them. We'll be doing something live there soon, actually. They're one of the uh, supporters of Crown Wakanda. So mm. they are just, you know, they're great. Dimitri is just a great dude. And, you know, like if you want to find a shop that you can be yourself in and everything, right. that is yeah. anyone. I love that. Yeah. yeah we, love I remember them. we moved. And I went to the close. It was a, literally a comic book stop up the street from me. So I was excited. This is a, I was excited about this shit. I was like, oh, I ain't got to drive all the way out to Pineville no more. Shit, man. man. I went up in there, dog, for three weeks straight. These niggas didn't have Miles Morales one. I said, wow. nigga, this is the biggest release in that comics. huge. Like, how racist you got to be to not want that wow. money? I, man, I, and then it was acting like I was getting on their nerves. I said, nigga, I'm coming here to, to give, give you money. money in your hand. How you not, oh, I'll get it on back order for you. Don't worry, I got you next week on the second print. My man just, we don't got it. Okay, I think I, I think I see what's up over here, so. That's the, <laughs> New York is good, you know, that's what I'll say, because, like, there's anyone, which I love, the one I used to love, I missed, because they closed down, dude moved out of town, is Bergen Street Comics. We used to do mad events there. They were in Brooklyn. They were great. And that was white dude who owned him. And, you know, but mm. my man was just a great dude, you know, mad chill. And then, like, of course, Forbidden Planet, you know, it's just an amazing place to be in. But, yeah, anyone comments, I saw someone in the chat say they loved him, too, and they're just the fucking best, man. And Dimitri yeah. is, like, what if you know him, he is the funniest ride. Like, this is the biggest asshole, you know, but the funniest asshole you'll ever be. Like. <laughs> <laughs> a lovable, oh, my God. A lovable yeah. grump. You know, a lovable grump. We, 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 we need those. Book. Need a those. Perfect like. description of that bed. A lovable grump. All right. Well, let's get yeah. into some news of the day, man. I feel like we fulfilled. Okay. A lot of people want us to get into some nerdy talk. You know, as a reprieve. Yeah. I know the day is depressing as fuck for folks. Um, so we'll try to get into Wait, some... one thing before we get into yeah. that because I, I want to ask y'all this because I saw someone in the chat mention it. Mm. You're thinking about doing something for Castle Black. Uh, have y'all watched Envy for the Vampire? Not yet. I heard it's good though. All right, yeah, I'm gonna have to do it. All right, okay, I might yeah. do that tonight. Yeah, I heard it's good. Like everybody keeps recommending it to me, as like, yo, you gotta check this out. And low key, like FX and AMC keep a roster. They do, don't they? Like they don't really they drop do. bad shows. Like they just mm-hmm. like they might drop a show you don't got time to get into. That's different. But I don't like every time I pick put play on one of them series, I'll be like, yo, this shit is actually really good. So Damn, every the chat going crazy saying it's dope. So Yeah. All right, okay. Yeah, I got I gotta get all on right. it. Castle Black might have to be yeah. Castle interview with the vampire. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean look, Dracula Castle yeah, I mean, yeah. go hand in hand. I can't I can't keep creating new shows, man. That's my problem. Oh, I know, like, yeah, I yeah. Know. I forget what happened. Oh yeah, I think Ben hit me up. He was like, Yeah, man. You think what you think about us hopping on an Andor show together? I said, Ben, I, I'm I'm showed out. I don't have, I don't even know I will find the time for that shit at this point. Like, I, that's why I'm doing that with my man Mello, and we do it four episodes at a time. Yeah, like, yeah, 
yeah, I can't do my chunks. Like, I can't do it. Like, I don't I ever. I love this show too much. Bro. Like, I don't ever tell nobody else what to do, but I almost hit being like, you sure you got the time, brother? I'll, yeah. I see <laughs> you working. You I see you working like shit over there, too. Are you good? Okay. Well, hey. Out here gallivanting, picking up some new shit. Gallivanting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So let me play my regular news uh, music. infrared crypto that's a little bit soulful right there i like that man uh this this uh listener of the show infrared crypto he sent us some beats so we could Mm -hmm. have like little breaks between our segments good beat makers and that one was called changes uh you can find infrared crypto it's spelled k-r-y-p-t-o you can find him on uh all the uh spotify find him on spotify all right hit me up dog if you're listening biggest news is of course very sad news but the migos rapper takeoff was fatally shot outside houston bowling alley at age 28 oh he was young that baby was young yeah man listen uh i know our generation is older mm-hmm. so you know most of these most of these niggas only listen to like 90s rappers even if they like 60 and shit it's just like i'm listening to cool mode for the rest of my life but like you miss out on a lot of good good like younger rappers but as a fan of like a person that's never stopped listening to hip-hop no matter the age yo this generation there's so many rappers getting killed mm-hmm. it's it's, it's like an epidemic yeah it, re- it reminds you of like years ago with our generation how we used to consistently almost hear about people getting shot and it and, and for some reason it just stopped like it just and people actually just grew and grew older and aged and it's almost like it's a resurgence of that i don't know what's yeah. happening for people but you know my heart goes out and i heard i'm not gonna lie i heard them because of cardi b because i know cardi b married one of them mm-hmm. and so i was like the bingos who was the bingos i had no mm-hmm. idea who they was so because oh, of nah. that that kind of got me in no nah, like, they were made they they are a major group i know like, that i'm, I'm yeah. old so i wasn't keeping up karen just likes to say how much she doesn't know stuff go ahead ben. <laughs> yeah when, when i was like yeah because i when i was blogging you know that's like the early 2010s and shit and that's when you know they first came up and i remember when i didn't like versace i was like eh, whatever yeah you know but i knew that she was a hit i started playing it as a dj right away i was like shit, <laughs> i don't give a fuck if i like this or not I know this, <laughs> this is a bop and i know this shit's a bop like right. i don't play this the hell out of and then i can't remember it was I can't remember what the net single was, but it was probably the net single where I was like, oh, okay, yeah. you know, fuck it. I get it. You know, me yeah. I get it. Niggas is hard. It was Bad it's and Bougie. Tight. Bad and Bougie was oh, the one where I, was it was fight. so undeniable. Yeah, was, uh, I was like, that uh, was, yeah, that was, yeah, that was beyond. Like, that was a, you know, that was an era. Like, that yeah. Was like, like, I was actively trying to dislike this shit. And then <laughs> once I heard I Bad and Bougie, I said, ah, oh, I got to give it in. These little niggas is, oh, yeah. they killing this By then, I was already a fan. Bad and Bougie yeah. was just like a confirmation for me. Cause yeah, I was, already a I was late. Then, but, um, yeah. but yeah, man. So um, it was over a dice game. The There's like, a, we don't have full information, but there's like text message screenshots and stuff of people that were there yeah. describing it. Oh, and no. essentially, he wasn't even involved. He was just chilling. Uh, he was known for being just like a really chill dude, like not yeah. trying to get active at all like that. And it sounds like in the crossfire, he got shot and, and, and killed. Yeah. Um, and of course, you know, this is 
sending all kinds of like hot takes throughout the social media um you know you got i i saw i saw uh nick young former nba player swaggy p mm-hmm. uh he swore off hip-hop uh oh and he swore off hip-hop and nigga shit uh oh no yeah <laughs> which i'm like boy they hopped out didn't they just his whole career was based off a of nigga shit yeah i'm like swag not swaggy p not mr shoot the three turn around while it don't go in not you um not mr uh come home to an empty house to what's the name left with all your shit right come on man and then um designer yeah iggy azalea yep yeah yeah he quitting hip-hop like it's heartbreaking i I mean i have some empathy because i think uh obviously these people is grieving you know what i'm saying it's like and i shit i I don't know what the fuck i said the first time when big and Pac died i probably said some wild shit that night because i was younger or whatever so you know i can see how they might be quote-unquote overreacting i still don't expect these niggas to truly give up hip-hop i don't expect nick young start listening to country music or some shit like it's just like this just they it's just sad and i do it does remind me of like uh <clears throat> it reminds me of that era of like stop the violence in hip hop. Y'all remember that? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. where self destruction. Like I'm wondering if we gonna go back through that or something where rappers are gonna start actively being like, "Dog, we losing too many people out here. Pop smoke. Like it's so many people Man, dying. You know? It, it's like I was talking to my sister today, right? Because um I just found out to another one. Like my little cousin, you know, got shot and killed. Mm-hmm. Like you know, very, like, last week, I think, very My condolences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so it's just, like, but we were talking about, we. I know we'll get to this, too, we were talking about Kyrie and Kanye and stuff, right? And this the thing, right? I, I don't want to, you know, get this show thrown under the river or whatever mm-hmm. right here, but, like, okay, the whole Hitler and there's no such thing as a, um... <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, you know, uh... The Holocaust... Uh, yeah, I'm like, okay, nigga, please. Yeah. Now, the, the actual facts are that, you know, in the global slave trade, there was, you know, the multiplication of deaths, you know, past the Holocaust is in the thousands. Right. So, you know, yes, but, and yes, the original people are Semitic, whatever, that's black, you know, mm-hmm. okay, fine. And, you know, et cetera, there are some truths to what they're saying. And the thing is, rappers used to talk about that truth mm-hmm. regularly. Mm-hmm. But now, when Kanye says it and goes way too far, obviously because mm-hmm. this nigga's insane and is not the one to be saying any of this, is um like it's he's like oh no. And when Kyrie says something, and that's the problem, neither of these dudes are smart enough to really articulate their position the right way. Right, and it's very tough to articulate that position because of things like Israel, where they hold this place in the world where you can't say shit mm-hmm. because but. You know, criticism of Israel should be a thing, mm-hmm. you know, but you can't do that. And so because of that, it's a really fucked up situation. And so, no, I don't know if rappers are going to go back to that because corporations don't want rappers going back mm. to that because corporations don't want rappers <laughs> saying shit. Yeah, it's, just, rappers it's are controlled so by corporations. it just feel like it hadn't been this much people, prominent people, this emotional about this shit since then. Cause I remember, like, it wasn't like all in the same gang, self destruction, stop the violence. Them niggas was major rappers. Like, it wasn't okay, like yes. some also ran ass niggas banded up no. and we was like, like them. It was like you would go see them it's niggas at a concert. 
Exactly. So that shit was banging on the radio. Fan, I like when they listen. Hard. Okay, that was it. it was a jam. Listen, I knew all the words. What they yeah. in the party? Like, oh, today's topic is self destruction. Like, yes. Listen, we was like trying to stop the violence at the time, this. and so I do wonder if that'll come back. Um, but yeah, man, I, I just feel for the the kids. If you got um young people in your life that listen to hip-hop reach out to them because i know i remember talking to my niece about music and this is like a couple years ago and i was like what you listening to right now and she was like juice world you know it's sad what happened to him i'm like yo that was very sad da 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 next nigga she named dead too i'm like oh man you going through it like us like that's what i'm saying i mean i mean tupac was like like, I mean, Biggie, like, I saw somebody say Biggie was more important to them. I know New York, and I was from Houston, yeah. you know, one. Okay. And it's crazy shit. I was in an Uber last night telling the Uber driver, yo, text is different, fam. Yeah. You know what I mean? Niggas will shoot you over anything. Don't yes. fuck around. Because he'd never been. And I was like, yo, it's different. Mm-hmm. They will shoot you over anything. Yeah. You know, it's different. I you feel like, I that. feel like, I wonder if, like, part of that is this generation acting out because, like, of the disrespect. Cause we did start with the like you little soft niggas and your skinny jeans and shit. I like these motherfuckers will yep. kill you. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like, hey, y'all, kill y'all better calm down. Yeah. They can they can still pack heat in them skinny jeans. Come on, they they can they can <laughs> distress you in them distressed jeans. Okay, they pull out that man purse and get the cabin up in this bitch. And everybody gonna get shot. Like right. everybody need to calm yeah. down a little bit. Um, but like when when Tupac got killed, that was like it broke my heart because I was such yeah. a fanatic of that dude and I knew that when he got older, he was going to be something so much different, you know? Right. And, like, we never got to see that. And we never get to see with any of these dudes. You know right. what I mean? It's like, Juice World brought my heart because that dude was so ill-creative. Right. You know, like, such an ill level of creativity that you don't, you know, he barely got to start. Right. Like, yeah. You know, it's like, people are like, oh, he's singing off-key and shit. I'm like, that nigga's making fucking jams. Yeah. It hits you in the soul. And the young people... No matter pe- what his, like, you know, how he's singing. Cause the it's young people second. love like, it. The young but people... But then when I really got into that, like, that first was the, uh, Lucid Dreams. Oh, mm-hmm. man, when I finally figured out, I hated it. I was like, this nigga singing terrible over this thing sample. <laughs> fucking bastard. And then, <laughs> and then I got into it, and I'm like, oh, God, I get it. This nigga's incredible. Um, and then the other thing leave me alone what (laughs) the other thing with uh with the Kyrie thing is this um cause I I remember I grew up in the era we had five percenters you know you had you had your uh Hebrew Israelite black people Mm -hmm. I know in my at least in my in Fayetteville State of my HBCU we had them um and the thing I miss is that they used to be like an insular thing and in the way that the internet has allowed people that's like to start like QAnon and to start mm-hmm. like like it's a certain type of fringe mentality that it don't seem like when it, it seemed more harmless when it's like a dude you know that wear like a kufi and he sell you incense and he wants you to read the 48 laws of power over and over and shit and you like yeah that, that dude's cool i get my motherfucking um nag champer from him yeah. and then i keep, keep it moving black soaps i ain't going by my business yeah Thank maybe you. if i have enough time maybe i sit around watch him make a white girl cry by calling her the white devil or some shit you know and that was like what it used to be you know like they they, they oh let me tell you about this bible verse or the yakub or whatever you like that's cool that's cool bro how much for the african line soap though five oh two for five cool appreciate y'all see you next week 
but then i think with the internet a lot of stuff can go unchecked but it can become like its own echo you know like its own silo yep and so you can go on the internet and find somebody that'll tell you whatever you want to believe agreed and you can get those Tariq nasheed like documentaries you you can go on there and check out dr umar every day you can get whatever it is and i think Kyrie during the pandemic must have got down one of them silos the rabbit holes and he just think he telling everybody what what they what he learned like this is what i know now and i'm not gonna go watch a three and a half hour documentary that costs twelve dollars to rent and fifty dollars to buy i'm sorry Kyrie, not even for journalistic integrity will i do that shit i have the time or the money to waste on that mm-hmm. but um yeah i think i think that's where he fucked up and he don't want to like take it back and then when you see the synopsis of the documentary some of the shit is saying you can't say the holocaust isn't real right like that's just you can't say that and like i saw a dude was in my mentions yesterday going man anti-semitism what does it even mean anymore i mean they trying to make it seem like it's everything i said nigga the holocaust not real always been anti like that that one's been number one it's number one on the list of shit you can't yeah. say right that's not a new so one <laughs> Like, who cares that the Holocaust isn't real? Let's talk about the fact that Israel was created after the Holocaust and they act like it's some biblical shit when it was like countries yeah. went in and were like, you know, give up your PCO land. Right. Like, they not, but they not, like, yeah. they not even engaging that part of it. They, no, they stuck on the, the, they stuck on the shit that, I, that will get you cussed out and fired or whatever. Like, and yeah. so I think also it's the fact that Kyrie's not a good, avatar for any of this shit anyway because he had a press conference about it and his avoidance and victimization of himself saying he was being dehumanized i'm like bro you can't write and say jews worship satan and they'd be like i'm being dehumanized you can't you can't have it both ways man like Mm -mm. you can't he was like he said i have an important platform i have to speak for my people cool 30 seconds later he said why y'all so worried about me i'm just a person it's not like i have a platform I was like, bro, you you can't be the guy to talk about this then. Just shut the fuck up and play basketball. I hate to sound like these white people when LeBron was when Kaepernick was taking a knee, but this this nigga really do need to shut up and dribble, man. It's you what are you doing? Not everybody is that, you know, is ready for that. Like that it's like that's why Tupac was special. That's why, you know, Muhammad Ali was special. Like, you know, these people, um, and ain't, ain't everybody built like that. Like, uh-huh. uh, what's who's my man? They're all, you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Now mm-hmm. niggas want to criticize Kareem. Like, hey, hey. right. Kareem built like that. They didn't make two Kareems, dog. You better go criticize Jim Brown. And I thought yeah. he was, but, you know, he don't seem to be, you know, all the way built like that. Yeah. But, you know. but my man, my man Kareem, we was, he was, he was built like that. Cause I'm saying like, I still remember him doing that press conference in like the seventies and shit, being like, "I ain't going to the motherfucking Olympics, and I'm against mm. this war." I was like, "Oh, oh, oh!" I have they didn't show me this archive footage uh, when they was when they did the Kareem nah. tribute during the NBA. Nah. I didn't know you was out here nah. like this, player. No, no. <laughs> he used to be Luau Sindor. He said, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, we changing that." So I, I mean, a min- tremendous. And you would think that would give him enough respect to that if he called you out as a current nba player there should be a little bit of like let me at least hear what he's saying because you don't have to agree with it obviously and obviously no one likes being called out period that's you know. right but you would think yeah. that you know you'd be a little bit of like well shit if if, it's, if that's fam saying that i 
what is he saying i'm doing wrong you know what he said i did wrong again oh shit I, so you can't say that holocaust shit okay cool i'm gonna take that out you know boom that should be that easy but um and then the kanye stuff i i just i think he just not taking care of his mental health is he closed yeah. the donda academy and what was weird about that was he closed it and then i want to say like tweeted a couple he closed it by tweeting number one which what then a couple hours later tweeted it was open but only for them to come in and pray like that wasn't him from allegedly that was like uh a parent said that oh back with a vengeance one that was a parent okay okay yeah it's 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 closed closed yeah it was like no they closed it and that was it yeah okay cool because that's ridiculous um and then now they say he got a disturbing history of admiring Hitler. He wanted to name one yeah, of his albums. One, but see, this goes back to like, and I was talking about this with my sister today too, like the whole um, Griselda crew, right? Mm-hmm. Who I'm, I'm kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, lukewarm about in general. You know, I think they cool, you know, whatever. Yeah. And, um, but the whole fact that dude made several albums called Hitler Wears Hermes. Oh, like, really? Just, oh yeah. There's, I mean, it's on Spotify to this day. Like, wow. and that's the hilarious thing is his new album would have been Hitler Wears Hermes number 10 because he just kept naming them that. What? But now, yes, but, how, but now because he's blown up, his new album is just named 10. Oh, wow. That's why the new album that just dropped. Yeah, week, 2021, Hitler oh, Wears Hermes oh. 8. Sincerely, Adolf. Damn. This reminds, me of, this reminds me of the best and worst joke I've ever heard in my life, oh, which, um, it was on um frisky dingo yes and they was making a parody of of like rap this rapid rap at the time and there was a dude i forget the name of the rapper but his album it's it's all parody it's a joke but mm-hmm. his album title was the baller cost and, <laughs> and it was a black dude that was clearly and and it's crazy that happened in real life mm-hmm. like i'm Somebody looking at made that album like well hitler hitler wears her that's i mean that's essentially the same shit like niggas don't play with the holocaust like that's not even our lane what are we even doing over there like let's i I don't get it yeah i just don't like and i never understood it and i've never like googled why because i didn't care that much yeah you know but it was just like wow that's weird fam and then when i know that kanye is definitely listening to them a lot i feel like you know he it's you know yeah, it's, I, I don't trust uh, none of these niggas no more. You know that thing. I like yeah. Toby and Igwe. Like that's the only rapper who and know, honestly, like the new generation who and honestly, if Toby, we find out Toby was in a coat the whole time, I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't. I it would not. <laughs> you know, bad an eyelash. Like, wow. Well, yeah. Because I be I'll listening. It was good by the last. I be listening and kind of want to join the coat. Like I be like, yeah, uh, this ain't that bad. I'm like, give up all my worldly possession, give me some green overalls, and call it a day. Mm-mm. Like my man, <laughs> my man might yeah, have figured something Mr. out. <laughs> i love me some toby i can't lie so you love know. me some toby yeah. man every look i'm not saying i feel like that after i watch the video but i feel like that the whole time i'm watching the video like <laughs> i'm like this shit is like these niggas are having a great time out in this field in all green and shit <laughs> dressed dress, dress, dressed up in, in pastels and, and fucking <laughs> i love it Mint. Um, here's it, here's the I'm gonna show y'all a picture. This is a picture of the album cover for oh my God. the Holocaust. <laughs> it was it is at once the 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 worst and best joke. I I like 
I routinely think of this and laugh at the audacity of them to do this what shit. Is this from? Frisky Dingo. Yeah. The same people that make Frisky like Dingo? Archer. Yes. And stuff like that. It was um it was like a Cartoon Network fifteen minute animated comedy. Oh, God. Uh it, it, that really like John Benjamin did the voice of, of the main dude that looks just like Sterling Archer, like uh it's like archer is really this toned down like it's them going that that was crazy we shouldn't have did all that and bringing it down a notch and that's why they got eight seasons or whatever but yeah man i can't ben just put me on i didn't know somebody uh west side gun really made albums like that Eight, and somebody in the chat said he was supposed to own like the eight was the last one but i'm like nigga why did you need eight of these shit yeah like and they ate like eight got some type of weird holocaust symbolism or nazi symbolism and oh, shit no. just stop playing stop playing over there in that lane dog what's the point like, like i never got the you know the whole noriega i mean like with noriega and then it got like everybody started name, like they were like you know i named myself after the Daffy, yeah. you know, and this person yeah. and that person it's like <laughs> yeah that was wild as fuck era too man um but yeah they say he has a disturbing history of admiring hitler and then what i find interesting is like how many people must have you know we say this a lot with kanye over the years but we're like where are the people around him to like protect him or keep him from like destroying himself and that apparently they have been around and they have been helping we've been getting the helped version yeah he's been listening like somebody been somewhere being like can y'all just take that out of the interview the part where he said the part about hitler thank you thank you so much and we've been getting the other part of the interview going man this dude needs help he need extra help apparently good grief nigga like that shit and it's like the most basic shit it's like the same shit every stupid white person says yeah look what he did for germany Look at man, man, man. It's like nigga, like damn, you basic nigga. Like yeah. you ain't even got some original, you know, wild shit to say. Naming naming an album Hitler just seems so ridiculous to me. So I yes, sir. Like that's if that ain't a cry for help, I don't know what to say. Um, uh, let's talk about some other news. How many times do you think a glass of tap water that you drink mm-hmm. has been consumed by a person before you get to it? hundreds ben says hundreds thousands yeah i'm about to say i would say thousands yeah because they recycle water 10 and you piss it out 10 now the reason i say you probably gotta think about this we probably haven't had running water uh that long in 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 the history of mankind right so it's not gonna go all the way back to like you know the dinosaur days like we just got the the glasses of water that that we can pour out of a sink right now Mm -hmm. you know but uh it has at least been drank by uh up to 10 people for every glass of tap water that you drink um and there's never been more water in the earth so all the water we're drinking is the water since the inception of of water on earth oh so ain't no new water ain't no new water ain't no ain't no less water because it's all it's all a perfect cycle it you know water is that thing it it just has states of matter you know Uh. it's water gas vapor back down to back down to water yeah and <laughs> this is why environmentalist shit matters when them mm. niggas be like don't be fucking up the water don't be building shit here make shit so you know uh we won't have all this erosion like that's why they out there really advocating that shit and who you vote for matters 
because you know mm-hmm. you got a group of people that go fuck them trees mm-hmm. fuck your oxygen fuck that water and so the same people that's like my rights what is your rights gonna be when you don't have shit Mm-hmm. This, the, you know, the same people that you cussing out, talking about, I'd never vote for you. It's the same people that is the reason why you have the luxuries that you have, and, it's, and everything ain't on motherfucking fire, and they not charge you for air over here. Yeah, I mean, Republicans are straight up let fire come out of your fucking uh, sink. Yes, like, they, they be like, fr- we we fracking over here. I don't know what y'all talking about. Yeah, I seen fracking where the water was on fire. Nigga, fire yeah, water. Who was that? <laughs> but uh yeah they said uh that was some insane shit that was like the most we don't talk about that enough we really don't like i feel like franken came and went too fast for us because that was like once the water is on fire that's why it's just it's just still happening it's one of the things that you just try and forget about because you're like right somebody somewhere just like turn on the water it's getting cold in here good What you got the heat on six? You got the the AC on, man. Turn on that water. <laughs> Turn on that water. Heat up the house. Whew. Um, once you rid your body of water, it embarks on a journey to the sewage plant where it's purified for direct use, or it takes a different path to a natural water body that flows out to the sea before returning back to your home. They said um, <laughs> the water on Earth is the same water for the nearly five billion years, meaning you are drinking dinosaur urine. Uh, <laughs> Why they had to put that fact in there? <laughs> like, uh, uh, but yeah, while humans have been separating waste and water for thousands of years, it was not until the beginning of the 21st century that people perfected the technique that allows for safe, safe drinking water. Yeah, well, you make people sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh my God, man, we drinking dinosaur urine. But, uh, mm-hmm. listen, we fortunate to have it we are fortunate mm-hmm. to have it uh people have been forced to return to the office mm-hmm. now y'all remember when the pandemic first started people was going home and everybody was working remotely one of the biggest things that every week you get a new article is like yo productivity has gone up productivity is rising mm-hmm. as people are allowed to work from the crib because yep. while you're never at work you're never not at work will you work from home okay right so you're, you're always on <laughs> so now these businesses to justify the real estate they bought are like y'all gotta come on back i bet you i bet your productivity went down didn't it there you go that's the article yes yes productivity went down because not trying to be funny i'm gonna tell you right now and particularly if you're somebody that loves to work from home now i got to get my ass dressed i got to get in my car i got to drive up there i got to fucking fight with commute so guess what you ain't gonna get no overtime bitch you gonna get that eight to five i'm clocking my ass out i'm taking all my breaks i'm walking away from my desk you know like it's a lot of stuff that people dealt with in the office place because a lot of people act like and but like this a lot of people act like being in the office was good for everybody now there are some people where they need to be in the office but there are some people they did not like being in the office you don't have to deal with microaggressions mm-hmm. i bet your hr loved it because they didn't have to deal with sexual harassment they mm-hmm. you know all them shits cut down because everybody in zoom so they didn't have to deal with nobody com- coming up here you know reporting on people and shit all that shit was eliminated because everybody was at the house when people get back around each other, all that shit went back up again. And yeah, I can see productivity going down and everybody don't know why because it should be an option. I know they don't want to hear that, but it should be an option. You want to bring your ass in here? Cool. You want to stay at home? Cool. And the thing is, what I've listened to a lot of podcasts that have talked about this and they brought up a good point. They were saying a lot of companies are lazy. 
when it comes to remote learning if you want to do it right they would say you actually have to restructure the company and find and literally find out what jobs really need you to be here and what jobs don't and they don't want to do that so they go three days here four days off float around all that so they don't want to actually do do the part and pay for the professional people that can actually tell you what can make it the most beneficial and profitable for your company and so this this, this is why you got this bullshit and the thing is the people that go to work are actually somewhat angry because there's nobody in there because half of them stay at the house and so then they mad because they sitting there and they zooming which is some shit they could have did at the house well <clears throat> i agree with everything you said i think also this is people uh probably feeling a little bit of resentment yep you know it's like how uh i know they they think they invented this term this year but uh people said quiet quitting and then when you read about quiet quitting it's just motherfuckers were just doing their jobs like i was like oh wait y'all was doing this extra shit why was y'all doing that like maybe it's because i'm gen x but it's like because they like i i refuse to work if my boss calls me on a weekend i just wait till monday i'm like why would you ever not wait until monday was they paying you weekend money they wasn't Mm-mm. well that's on you fam but anyway uh it sounds like more people are doing that i think mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons i really never liked and I, I think this is also a gen x thing i never liked the we're family shit mm-hmm. at jobs like we're family man you yeah, know younger generation here, here, at, here at dunder mifflin we believe we're a family or whatever i never liked that shit because i'm like you know what family do family do shit like call you thursday at 1 a.m and be like can you can you pick me up from the airport and you do it because it's family you niggas ain't my family you're not finna trick me <laughs> just it is <laughs> bullshit and like i have to be around my family for thanksgiving i don't have to be around y'all y'all not about to trick me make me come to the potluck and stay extra and do some work nope right and also the thing is what's really funny is what i've realized over my years in corporate america mm-hmm. people act like there's something wrong with you if you have a life outside a job because the trick of work is making work people's social circles this is why a lot of people had a problem during the pandemic because they had no life outside of work so they felt like if they went back to work they get their social circles back together oh yeah the people that wanted everybody to come back to work together but but it's like find some shit to do yeah it's all type like it was it wasn't it wasn't hold on it wasn't everybody it was a small subset of people that was like we need to be at work in person and you're like nah (laughs) you gotta make some friends fam you gotta go meet some new people you're not about to have everybody back to work man we we like this a lot of us are cool with being at home on zoom compared to like being up in the office with your ass right now but um let's get into the last story before we get into sword ratchetness all right twitter will reportedly start charging verified users of which i am one twenty dollars a month so they can stay verified this is elon musk big plan to make money off of twitter because twitter notoriously loses money mm-hmm. and he bought the shit and everybody was like you yeah. bought a lemon yeah they called this bluff <laughs> and forced him to buy that shit because i don't so think he really wanted to buy he's it he's like and his thing is you can opt into this too so like if you're not verified right now you're hearing the sound of my voice for twenty dollars a month just the price of netflix premium with no commercials <laughs> about seven dollars more than disney plus you too can have a check mark next to your name on twitter now the reasoning didn't seem too solid as elon musk says something about doing away with uh 
the um the 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 way that they like uh use it like as a class thing like he was like we got to do away with the serfdom versus the royalty or whatever of 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 twitter but with these blue check marks which isn't really true because it's not about how much money you have that gets you verified but because if you're just like a journalist and journalists don't make that much money but if you're just like a journalist sometimes you can get verified just because it's about not impersonating that person you don't want somebody to hop on your website and be like actually i'm dj ben i mean and the the fucking still can't get verified though for that yeah which is great right so so um i've had all kind of people like you know quote my tweets in all kind of places so right yeah i i got verified over a joke a viral joke i I mean yeah i've had viral ass jokes and yeah like when i insulted you know i've had i've had like all kind of you know white people using my tweets in all kind of wild ways because i said something and yeah like it was it was i got verified over a joke and at no point did i try to get verified it was them reaching out to me like oh so because you did this and you got interviewed we need to verify you i'm like okay cool we've tried to get karen verified the other half of this podcast mm-hmm. for like 10 years They're like, nothing nope yeah nothing and so it's, yeah, that was, that was like out, who that nigga on earth ain't verified nothing crazy and yeah, so, they hit me with that who so it hasn't ever really meant a lot to me because of that like it's so arbitrary i can't put too much stock mm-hmm. in it because it, it's not like i'm special it's like, I, I it's like if you won the lottery and being like because i invested and i saved it's like no nigga you won the lottery it's random mm-hmm. so you can't be too excited but if you make it so everybody can buy a check mark then it really is about the haves versus the have-nots correct who, who has 240 dollars a year to spend right to have this thing next to their name and of course it's not gonna be cool anymore to a lot of people because now you the cornball who needed validation so bad you spent 240 dollars that's that's how a lot of people gonna look at this shit unless you get like a company paying for it or something so um i think this is interesting that that's the, the, the where he wants to go with this um and yeah if he pulls this off i'll just i'll just be losing it like i'm I was fine about that earlier i think it's hilarious right now because we're seeing that he's an idiot in real time mm-hmm. that he's not this genius people talk mm-hmm. about you know yep and this is so ridiculously stupid and it's like this is how you think this don't make money right yeah right these were your ideas to open up your big plan right what you gonna do all right i'm gonna let everybody that say nigga come back that's step one you're like "Mm, mm." i'm gonna fire all the people (laughs) who know how to work this shit step two everybody who know how to work this shit and a lot of and they were smart they already had their shit in order and was like well this nigga come in and fire me technically he's now saying he's firing them with cause so he's trying not to pay them their parachutes now, I mean, this is rich people problems. They're gonna fight that out in court. So of I don't course. know. Yeah, but that ain't, yeah. I'm just more talking about that. You fire the people who know how to run this shit. That's like, what I'm saying. And then my third move is to charge niggas for a check. Right. <laughs> now to bring in everybody from Tesla, the company that's losing money and the cars burning and shit. Listen, like fam, you haven't ain't even got delivered on self-driving cars after you know niggas bought a car that said it was self-driving and that shit ain't self-driving to this day. We still haven't gotten the self-driving cars. And you can fucking burn the death in them bitches. That's not okay. That's backwards as fuck, man. Oh, I would hate to work for that dude and and every day he'd be coming up with a dumbass idea. Like, all right, put the self-driving cars on the back burner for a second, Rod. What about buying Twitter? I'd be like, nigga, we didn't even finish the the cars. (laughs) Your factory's racist as fuck, man. What you doing? All right, all right. I I hear what you're saying. What about this? 
Doge. Dude, what about Twitter though? What about what about <laughs> NFTs? Like <laughs> pick a lane. You, you all right, all right, what if we go to space? No, we don't need to go. We didn't even get the cars working right. How we gonna go to space? This nigga's a hustler, man. White people grip oh, different, man. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they oh. are, brother. And and the fate and like the, that's another one. Like it's it's like that insane fandom of this dude. Is yes. Like, I just it's like white people just need a white man to believe in, boy. They mm-hmm. need it. Like it is a desperate thing because they have <sighs> nothing. You don't even gotta be special. Oh no, you Uh, Michael Jackson and Prince and they got nothing. Nothing. It's like Is this your king? Nigga made everything off of one peanut. (laughs) (laughs) Everything could have saved the world off of peanuts. Right. Nigga could have made jazz and few off of peanuts if they let him and they wouldn't let him do this shit. This y'all hero, he take over companies where people already was doing a good job and then do a bad job with the company. And they try and act like this nigga's brilliant and everything because they need it, dog. It's just like Rocky. They just need They need him to be Tony Stark so bad, fam. Mm -hmm. They so bad. This nigga's a terrible villain, dog. This nigga's a <laughs> bum. Like, yes, he this is. The Riddler out here, nigga. Like, this ass. Oh, man. He's literally the Riddler in that new movie. You know, a yes. terrible bum ass villain. Yeah. got his ass into the first right. five minutes. Man, yeah. Between him and like Bezos, man, it's just like, this is all y'all got. This y'all king. All y'all got. Damn. Alabaster king. Absolutely ruthless. That's all he got going for him. Yeah. People be like, trying to like. that story, right? How Amazon yeah. is, if you go to relentless.com, Amazon still to this day pops up. Yes. Yeah. Like it. Yeah, because that was the original thing, relentless. Yeah. And Amazon is, um, like they just had another report about them having the most deaths and injuries per, like, warehouse and shit of any company in america like it was it was crazy but but the thing for me is like um it it's the reason i'm careful when i talk about like the billionaires because i know it's no such thing as a good billionaire blah blah but i still say black billionaires better because they all have a talent like like all every black person is allowed to get money in america had to like sing dance rap white people just be they just be white it's nothing that they did special where you like yo you know what I don't like how Jeff Bezos was a company, but you got to give it up to him. That album was fired. You never going to hear that sentence because they don't have a talent. Mm-hmm. They talent is literally just using people. It's different. Anyway. It's different. It's different. And like you said, they can't even be like a George Washington Carver where you can be like, nah, right. nigga, this nigga really did this shit. Yes. You know, no. Like, no, oh, you know, uh, Madam C.J. Walker. Oh, man, she yeah. fucking found a niche in the market and, and, and helped people that weren't being helped and that's how she got her money that's shit black people still that's how we make our money it's, it's all yeah. shit like slutty vegan and like how she get that money because she knew white people was racist and she said black people probably like vegan food with seasoning now she rich right Ta-da. but jeff bezos they be like how he get his money all right so he brought back slavery with more <laughs> <laughs> he added two steps to slavery and now he he owned america like damn all right, final segment. <laughs> Let's talk about sword ratchetness. <laughs> so 
sword writing is where we go around the globe find different stories about swords and we try to raise awareness okay did we lose ben, I mean? oh we lost ben oh shit waiting on him to reconnect oh god um all right i'll read the story hopefully he can come back on and uh and then we'll finish off with him because i want him to shout out the thing one more time Mm -hmm. but um you let me know because i'm reading the article so if you see him pop back up uh i let me let holler at me okay no problem um sword attack at new zealand's prime minister's auckland office woman arrested uh not the prime minister that's like they president yes it is uh police in new zealand arrested a woman on thursday in connection with a sword attack on prime minister jacinda arden's electorate office in auckland a police spokesperson confirmed the arrest of a 57 year old woman adding that she was currently assisting police with our inquiries into the matter look like he back okay cool 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 Yay. all right um according to emergency Ref- services the sword outside the mount arbor electorate office on new north road in morningside was found on the ground outside so far no injuries have been reported xinhua news agency uh quoted the emergency services as saying a scene examination will be conducted inquiries also on the way um arden is presently in antarctica so she wasn't even there Mm-mm. uh she's in, <laughs> she's in that articles for a four-day visit celebrating the 65th anniversary of new zealand scott base the country's only research station in the icy continent and she don't she won't return till friday so this person rolled up to the motherfucking <laughs> prime minister's office with a sword uh and uh, and wasn't this is like that dude that attacked nancy pelosi husband where it's like you need to do a little bit of research like this is a horrible assassination attempt in addition to sword ratchetness so y'all be careful out there if you're working in government these people with swords is crazy Please uh do. be careful be safe uh ben tell everybody about crown wakanda and how to how to be there and the Wait, show that was it? so you just mentioned something about swords yeah every episode we have sword ratchetness we're trying to raise awareness about the swords that are out here because it's, it's dangerous in these streets you can buy my cons can can you get the Willie D? I live by the sword. <laughs> <laughs> we trying to encourage people not to live by the sword. We trying to tell no, people it's we, by the sword. Sword. By the sword. <laughs> I live by, by the sword. We trying to keep people not living that Willie D life. Like put the swords away. All right, guys. There's a lot of fucking guns out here already, and <laughs> you already done lost out if you pulling the sword on somebody with a gun anyway. Let's just try to calm it down. Ain't no regulations. We read about yeah. all types of stories. They be slicing each other up all types of ways. It's well, shit. In this I know you seen some at Comic Con. I know you seen uh, some. Look, I will tell my funniest sword story right now. Um, when I was in, I, uh, for those that don't know. And this is a much longer story that I'm not going to get into right now. I was incarcerated in Dubai at one time. All right? Long story short. Mm-hmm. Uh, while I'm there, this one local who was incarcerated with me, he lived in Dubai, young kid. He had stabbed two of his friends in a fight. Mm-hmm. So when he went to court, the judge asked him, did you stab your friends in this fight? And my man said, Judge, I only stabbed him a little bit. <laughs> Oh no! Either you stabbed him or you didn't, baby. Ain't no repent to this. Man. Somebody said they're about to go to Dubai. Cancel your trip. Um, yeah, this is horrible. Antonio Sorry. Brown was no. over there pulling his dick go, out. So go to, go to somewhere where they love black people, like Africa. Yeah, you know, like sincere. 
yeah that's <laughs> go tough to any country any <laughs> go to africa like Nas did at the end yeah. of belly <laughs> um uh, tell him tell him how to get to crown wakanda uh, man i'm gonna tell him how to get to dubai that's for real y'all acting like i stabbed it through him damn <laughs> Like, yeah, I, I, I did a full thrust. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about it was maybe six to ten inches in this man. Okay, damn. <laughs> y'all overreacting. Yeah. Nigga said that shit with y'all. a straight face in the court. Nigga. <laughs> you can't trust people with swords, man, because that's the kind of shit they be thinking. Ooh. <laughs> Lord, all right. Well, yeah. Um, think pretty smart. Stay safe, and you know, watch yourself because them people crazy there. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh crown wakanda november 10th nighthawk cinema you can go to eventbrite search crown wakanda it comes right up it's the only crown wakanda eventbrite you can get your tickets on there i'll be djing me and tatiana will be there live we're gonna do like a live pre-show we got giveaways we're planning a lot of stuff everyone will be dipped out in their african regalia you know, your, your Afrofuturism, your flyers, wears, whatever comes suit and tie, however you want to do it. You know, it's going to be a big gala affair. Like I said, pre-party with me, DJing, post-party, DJing and destruction, talking about the movie, everything. Thursday night, you know what I mean? You can't get tickets like this. It's sold out everywhere, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, straight up. If you're in New York, there ain't no seats. So, right now, you can get a seat Thursday night with black and brown people. Come through. Ahead of the Friday drop. It's gonna be crazy. I promise you. It's gonna be like the last one was just, you know, it was a beautiful, beautiful event. And you got the after party for everybody to fight. Like it's it's on. Yeah, it's on. Oh man, y'all go out there, man. If you listen to the sound of my voice and you got a chance to go, go enjoy yourself. You're gonna want to watch this with good company. Um, Mm -hmm. for our nerds got great fans, man. Like they do the the same way. I'm so proud of our fan base. I'm proud of their fan base too, because like Uh, they 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 always are cool people. Whenever we cross over and we get people coming over they're always cool same. people ain't they though so, always way, good people same way. make sure y'all yeah, do that like, they keep us going i ain't gonna lie because yeah it's been a long time but we were not financially solvent at all mm-hmm. and even this is a big financial dip we putting in right now so yeah you know, but, like help out like but i love the fandom and also as part of this on saturday morning we're doing a screening for the children at Nighthawk Cinema. We have a theater rented out for kids. We're partnering up with uh, Super Vibes DJ Academy, which is a local New York City black-owned DJ academy that teaches kids the power of music and everything else that comes with it. And so we're partnering up with them. They're bringing kids. I think we're working with another organization to bring kids. And we have a GoFundMe for that, where you can also search on GoFundMe for Crown Wakanda. If you're not in New York and you just want to help out in any way, Hit us up there. Go fund me, wow. Crown Wakanda, and Eventbrite, Crown Wakanda. For all nerds, love the kids, man. Mm-hmm. Man, we love them, man. I, that and the last time we did it, I missed the kids screening, so I didn't get to see it with mm. the kids. And I had to go back to LA that time. Aww. But this time, God willing, I'll be there that morning, and I'm gonna see. It with I know they're gonna kids. love that. Oh man, I don't. I, I can't wait. Yeah. This movie is so. Like, yeah, it's kind of heavy for. It's gonna yeah, be kind of heavy, heavy for kids. 
you know but, but they gonna I, need you there they gonna the need movie. you there anyway because i remember when optimus prime died in the movie theater yeah. and if my mom wasn't there i don't know if i would have made it man i don't know yeah, i saw that with my mans me and my mans would have saw that there was no parents with us Woo! it was just us i couldn't have did it for dolo as a kid man thank god my mom yeah, was we, there he was nigga devastated listen <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen me that, and my mans on that long bus ride home bad bros that thing hurt me boy i said death is real and it can happen to <laughs> Optimus Prime? <laughs> it, 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 I, I swear to God, to this day, it's not even Optimus, dog. It's when that nigga Megatron busts in that ship and shoots Ironhide and Yo! come out that nigga's mouth. And, the, and I was like, what am I watching? And the cannon blasts go through the hole of the ship. Chest. Fam. Listen. Chest and out the ship. And that movie. Smoke, that movie is. Eyes are red. Smoke come out that nigga's dog, mouth. Dog. That movie is so fucking dark. That I, I promise we're moving on. But that nigga Optimus runs over the head of an Insecticon. Insecticon, that nigga. Dog, that when nigga Star dead. Starscream fucking lets Megatron die, and Megatron was like, "I still function. Wanna bet? Just do this nigga into oblivion. I wanna bet. Do this nigga into oblivion. I said, man, what is this? They don't do this on the motherfucking Monday through Friday cartoon. <laughs> Ooh, oh my god all right he was completely unprepared for him and that nigga ran over that nigga's head i was like yeah we need some therapy after this we need some fucking group counseling fight, you know they supposed to say retreat you know right. y'all do it again right y'all do it, y'all do it again tomorrow like i'm tired of that retreat shit right take an electric axis to the fucking face and shit dog can't you just put that in front of some kids. <laughs> Y'all gonna get this business. Told this nigga Metron, I've waited forever to shoot you, nigga. Like, <laughs> oh no, they ain't making gangster. Man, that was that. that yeah, <laughs> go rewatch that movie, everybody. Yeah, because um, man, you went to the theater to watch it, didn't it? Oh, uh, so they. Did I? So um, I forget the Fathom event. Uh, occasionally, they do this thing where they go through theaters and they bring back old movies. Mm-hmm. So Karen had never seen that movie, Mm-mm. or oh. so I took her to go see it, and uh, it re- was so fun. People were crying. lived the hard. The only good, the oh, only good thing was it. that we had everybody who came to see it was specifically there for that movie. Right. So all of us was quoting shit the whole movie. Yeah. The whole movie. I'm seeing yeah, it for the first yeah, time, and it's just yeah. it was beautiful to watch them just quoting lines and pointing at the screen. I was like, oh, right. these people are getting their life up in here. A coronation. Oh, man. This is bad open, comedy. Open when I <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> ah, he was struggling. Open, damn it. <laughs> My man, Rodimus Prime. Like it's no problem, bro. <laughs> Ultra Magnus was the worst. <laughs> I had the toy. I was so mad. Man, what? I thought he was. The, I thought he was the new Optimus because he had the color <laughs> scheme and shit. I like bought the toy before the movie. Yes. Oh. Bro, I was mad as hell. I was like, I would have brought the fucking minivan if I knew Rodimus Prime was gonna be the damn, the, 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 that dude. Like, this nigga is whack. And he had a dope name. Ultra Magnus? It sounds like you gonna be the king. Yeah. Oh, what a this whack nigga. Struggling open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Alright, man. Alright. We gotta get out of here. Make sure y'all tune in. Uh, check out the YouTube. Uh, if you can get to this live show, this is why it's important to get to the live show. We having mad fun with the audience. You yes. get to see Ben Amin's Cowboy Bebop shirt. 
Come on, you know, through. you get to see uh, you get to see Galactus in the background. This never series, never finished it. In you my never life. finished it? No, it bores the living life out of me. Oh, <laughs> God, I love it's it. It's one of the best in the music. Yeah, let's go. I love the music. I love yeah. parts of it, but I just can't uh, I finished it. If you ever, it's one of those ones where like. If you, if you ever get in that 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 rhythm of being able to watch it, is you definitely gonna cry near the end? Mm-hmm. It's like it's that. All right, I'm at. The- it's one of them. Right. Like it, when you get to like episode twenty five, twenty six, it start it start hurt a little bit because that's back when anime used to really be like you getting twenty eight episodes and we are never doing the story again. Never. I ain't no never. season two. That's it. <laughs> that's the end of this right, shit i'm gonna try again damn it because i got shirts and everything and i love the aesthetic and i love everything yeah. about it but i've just never been able to finish it you know that's all good man listen we all got different yeah. things um and uh yeah we'll be back tomorrow tomorrow is actually a special time special show um we're gonna be recording at like 1 p.m eastern standard time mm-hmm. tomorrow some people's lunchtime breaks uh with dr ray win grant and uh she's gonna be talking about uh black people outside uh she's got uh this the documentary called going wild and we're just gonna be talking about all kinds of shit that me and karen don't do like Mm-mm. nature and, and bugs and, and camping, camping and shit and, nope. so i can't wait to Mm-mm. talk to her about yeah, it people invite me i was like bitch out there with the bugs yeah good. this is why people listen to us we got wide-ranging guests we go mm-hmm. from dj ben i mean and that's one type of nerdy and then we're gonna get a different type of nerdy out here with these animals so mm-hmm. uh we'll talk to y'all tomorrow until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.